Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 60, Elves Are Hot. Way hotter than them stupid hobbits. October 7th, 2011. Thank you for joining us in another podcast. Uh, this week, I would start like start off by saying that it's a sad day that um, Steve Jobs died on October fifth at the age of six, or fifty six. As much crap as I talk about Apple and everything, this guy is a you know he he's done a lot for not only technology but the smartphone and and computing in general. Um, I may not like his products, but I really respect the man for what he's done in the past. And it's uh, unfortunately we lost him at such a young age. Um. All right, so yeah, let's respect. get on with the podcast. Yes, respect. Let's get on with the podcast. Uh, podcast news: We now have a permanent um, domain, uh, and I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, "Man, you're changing it again." But here's the thing: it's all linked to the same, as I said with the other one. All right, so you can from now and forever get a hold of us on our website at kvgtpodcast.com. Um, if you want to get there through kvgt.jeremycallyou.com it still works as does uh, kvgt04 at blogspot.com they all work, they all go to the same website um, but now we got a dedicated domain kvgt.podcast or I'm sorry kvgtpodcast.com um, the r- official release will be later this week right now it's still heavily under construction um, the basic web page is up, the basic themes and everything but um, like I said, hopefully by the time podcast 61 comes out that we will be uh, fully up and running with all the content on there um I already said that oh and I wanted to mention that um I was in contact with uh, Troy who won our contest we mentioned last week and he is going to receive a copy of Bastion for Steam and we will cool. be pl- we will be playing his uh, submission because he he submitted a video. We'll be playing a sound clip of his submission next podcast. Uh, I need a little longer to get that ready. I didn't realize it was going to be too so hard to get from YouTube to uh, a format that I can play on the podcast. So I will be doing that um, also in episode sixty one. Uh, congratulations to Troy and congrats. Um, I look forward to doing some more contests in the future. I hope that. You know, we have some more submissions. We did have quite a bit this time, but, you know, the more the merrier. Um, you know, like like Patrick said last time, mm-hmm. because we, do, we don't have a huge submission right now, it's better chance Your chances are, yep, your, the odds are in your favor right now. Yep, yep. So, with us this week, we have Frank. What's up? Patrick. What it do? And I am a little <laughs> under the weather, but I am your host, Jeremy. Oh, I did it. So let's uh, get right into what we've been playing this week. Uh, my list of games, not too long. Um, actually, only two games. Uh, City of Heroes Freedom, I've been playing some more of that. Got one of my characters to level 11. And the other one, I started with my brother-in-law. Um, we're level, I don't know, 5 or something like that. Uh, I, I'm, like I, I think I said last week, I'm glad this is free to play because I wouldn't go back to this game paying for it. But uh, it's still a lot of fun, so I'll continue to play it on and off. Probably not too, too much, but um, yeah. Hell yeah, you will. Yeah. 
I also picked up uh, Magic 2012 on Xbox Live arcade game. Um, this is the upgraded version from last year's, and it's a little better. Um, it's really hard, man. I've played a lot of Magic in my life, uh, the real you know game and real with friends and stuff. And <laughs> the real Magic, <laughs> yeah, the real Magic. But uh, no, but this game is hard, man. The first freaking match that I have with uh, one with a, an AI, and I'm sitting there like. I think I had to replay him like five or six times. Now, granted, I don't have a. I start. You start out with crappy decks, but still, it's like <laughs> you'd think that they would make it um, easier to start. But uh, that's that's the only two games I've been playing. Other than that, I still continued to read Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. So, um, yeah, that's about it. How about you, Frank? Um, I've I've been really busy lately. Um, haven't been able to, to play as much as I wanted. Um, but, uh, pretty much in, in the couple of hours I had, I was playing Gears of uh, War 3 yeah. on, um, <laughs> on, uh, multiplayer since, since I beat the campaign and stuff, uh, I wanted to give multiplayer a chance and, um, just been trying to really get as far as I can on like the Horde and, uh, uh, beast modes right now, and it, for anyone who doesn't know, the horde in beast modes, it's when you're you're basically picking either the humans or um, what are the guys, Patrick? Locust. Locust, and um, you know you're pretty much either you know trying to defend a base or attack a base, uh, and it's pretty much uh, it's kind of like it's it's online in that you're playing with other. Um, people but you know as a group you're playing against just uh you know the, the ai yeah yeah um they'll be playing either you know the opposite of you know defending or attacking yeah that's, um that's, that's uh so it's like yeah that's what one people or one a couple of the uh reviewers said complaint is that they wish that you could have been versus in that mode yeah that actually would make it interesting i was kind of surprised that you could you couldn't um it would even help too because from what i noticed is in uh in trying to do matchmaking, um, it takes a little longer to get into Horde and Beast mode. Uh, if I go into, like, a death match, it's, like, you know, almost instantaneous, you know, to get a match. Yeah. If I go to, like, Horde mode, it takes... Sometimes I even just leave the controller because knowing that it's going to take, like, four minutes or mm-hmm. more to find a group, you know, depending on the time. And so, I mean, yeah, I guess in that extent, to that extent, if, you know, you were able to play against each other, you know, there'd be more people in that pool of like players to queue up yeah um i mean i guess to some extent it does make sense because you know as the waves get harder and harder you know i mean it's kind of nice how they set up bosses and stuff like that yeah and you know the numbers increase too so um you know i I guess you could throw in you know like if you're playing against an actual team maybe Mm -hmm. just give them more and more bots but um well i mean the way they would have to do that is in horde mode, like when you're um, the cog, is uh, pretty much you got your team and that's it. I mean, they have it now where you can buy it back in. Yeah. But um, you would just pretty much have your team and that's it. And if you died, that would be the end of it. But horde mode, I mean, if, if it was, if they had it like that where you're playing versus with the, against the locust, each round, you know, there's a certain amount of locusts. And, and the higher the rounds, the more locusts there are, and the different ones. So, you, I would think that they they would um, they would have to have you pick 
like a, a certain locus, and, uh-huh. and, and you could just keep respawning until you've used up your lights, kind of like in Team Deathmatch. Well, the one thing I was thinking is because um, um, in some of the waves, you know, you could have like, you know, eight, nine, you know, locusts on the, you know, the field, and then like a boss or something too. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you kept it to the five players, you know, um, you know, I guess it would scale up and up and up until you're just playing against five bosses. But you know, it would kind of almost limit, you know, um, the strategy, I guess. But then again, it is yeah. human players because you know, if there's only like. If you know there's only going to be five, you don't have to be worried about being attacked from all sides. But then I guess if it was actual players, they would actually probably be a little bit better, so it would make up for it. Yeah. But, um, I, I don't know. It's I, I still like the mode. It's uh, it's interesting because um, you know, uh, deathmatch is cool, but you know, it's you know, you could play that in every game. You know, yeah. if it was just deathmatch, it wouldn't be really unique at all. Well, weren't you kind of saying, Frank? Um, you're telling me that uh. When you played the campaign, you weren't really impressed, but then when you got online, you you said it was it was worth the money. Well, yeah, I mean, um, because you know, I myself like I'm not a big shooter fan. Yeah. So you and know, also, I mean, you're not a big Gears of War fan either. Well, I mean, I just I don't know. I I never really uh, tried it out. That's what know? I mean. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big shooter fan. So I mean, I've I've picked up previous games, and you know, I've given most of them at least a shot. You know, like Halo and you know, Call of Duty and stuff like that. Um, and I don't know, I just, it, for one reason or another, I just didn't, you know, click, you know, for me to stay on those. But uh, this one's actually kind of interesting, just, I don't know, with the multiplayer and stuff. Um, did you tell them about your uh, your gun skins? Did I what? Did you mention about your gun skins? Oh. <laughs> so, I don't know, this is, oh, this is getting more into details about the the game, but... They have this thing in the game where you can pay like three or four dollars for like a, a skin for your gun. Uh, there's about like f- maybe like five or six you could earn like in the game, and then maybe like fifteen or twenty five you could actually buy. And what they'll do is like you can make your gun, you can make your guns pink, you can make your guns have a rainbow on it, you can make <laughs> it have you know fire or lightning or you know whatever. But the bummer thing is is um, to really get a good idea of what it looks like, you almost have to buy it. Yeah. Like I had, like yeah, I mean, I like I spent hell of time on YouTube figuring out, you know, because you know from people making videos and putting them up, like which one I really thought I would like. Because at first I was like, oh, that's cool, you know, and then uh, uh, I got one and I was like, um, you know, four dollars or something, and and then it looked kind of stupid, and then I'm like, <laughs> well, okay, I spent four dollars on. Something I kind of just probably just like tuck away and not really admit I bought, <laughs> you know, <laughs> later on, and mm-hmm. and then I was like, man, and then so I looked through them and I found one on YouTube that looked like it was kind of interesting. Well, the first one I got was the oil one. Um, it adds like almost like a sludge on the gun, and it kind of shines like you know, kind of like oil, like when it's raining. I think that's supposed to be the uh, emulsion. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the the stuff that. Um, in the game, like what yeah. they were infected with, yeah, not yeah. not necessarily oil, but yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's called like the oil slick one, well, but um, but any, but anyway, it, um, it it you know it, the idea is you know it's like sludge or whatever, whatever is supposed to be on it, but when in practice, like when you're actually running, and it shines, it just looks like your gun's just like like a big lump of like 
whatever. It doesn't even look like it's a skin or whatever. So uh-huh. anyway, that one was dumb. And so I found one I thought I liked. It was the ocean one. And then I got it, and I, w- I won the game. I was like, yeah, I can't really, can't really notice. <laughs> I was like, damn it. That sucks. Um, and the crazy thing is, is they're they're almost like kind of messed up in putting it out there, but then they're like smart, and because I know they're, you know, everyone's buying them. Like, you know, you go and imagine almost everyone has like a skinned gun, you know. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like, if you were to buy all of them, you could spend like thirty six. Forty dollars. Wow. And you know, I'm like, it's cool, but man, you know, like I, you know, I, I could, I could, I know there's probably like, you know, some diehard fans that probably did buy the whole pack, you know. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, they did, yeah. yeah, Crystal did. Well, not the whole <laughs> thing. Which one did you do? The shotgun pack the shotgun for the skin. And the Lancer. She did oh. for the shotgun and the Lancer. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> I, I mean, pack. like they have like the full every skin for every weapon, and yeah. that one's like. Forty dollars or something. I forgot. It's like thirty-two hundred Microsoft points. I don't. That's forty, uh, I think. Yeah, I don't know what that equals exactly. Yeah, sixteen is twenty, so yeah, forty. Yeah, I was actually. I mean, I was actually just leaning almost towards getting the um, the Lancer and shotgun ones because I was like, well, that kind of makes sense. I could spend like, you know, like fourteen or so and get all the skins for just the two guns I use anyway. You know. Yeah. Because it's not going to do me any good to get like all the skins for the guns I don't use. Um, but, but yeah, anyway, I don't know. I got, I, I got, I ended up getting two of them and I don't know. I'm kind of thinking to go for like this other one that I, I'm thinking it might look cooler, <laughs> but, but I'm just kind of like bummed. I'm like, man, cause you know, even, even from like YouTube, you can't really, you know, you really can't tell until you're like, you have it. Yeah. That's funny. But, um, yeah, cause I got the one where it looks like a bunch of clouds moving and, and the guns will have lightning on them. Yeah. And you know the weird thing is is um oh excuse me. Um the weird thing is is tactically at first I was like, okay, I don't want to get one of the bright color ones like the bright blue one, the camo one, or like the team color ones, because I was like, it sticks out, you know, yeah. tactic wise, if I'm like hiding behind something, if someone sees that little blue dot on my back and like, oh well, there he goes, it's a shiny gun, <laughs> I'll just shoot that. <laughs> you know. And I'm yeah. like, well, crap. I was like, I wanted to look cool, but I don't want it to, you know, give me away like in the some of the dark maps and whatnot. But um, I actually am kind of leaning towards thinking of just getting one of those ones because those seem to be the ones I that kind of look cool. But you know, it, it is kind of a bummer that you know there will be a a little bit of a giveaway. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm digging the game. I'm, I think. Uh, I was like googling it in the in that horde and what is it beast mode? It seems like it goes up to like level fifty, I believe. Uh, horde uh, mode, um, beast only goes up to level twelve. Oh okay, and yeah, in a, in a okay, so I did beat beast mode then. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was like short. I was like maybe someone just like did a custom one or something, but um, yeah, so I I beat the beast mode and then on horde mode I got to thirty. But um, I'm finding to really pull it off, you need a good team. Um, one thing that kind of sucks is it seems if someone leaves like halfway through the match, you can't ever replace them. Um, really? You can. Yeah, I, th- I think like, you can. Do you have to be like team leader or something? Like, no, you does- just have to invite someone in. But it has to be someone you know, right? Yeah. Either yeah. someone has to join you guys or you can invite someone on your friends list to come in. Because it Cause seems like... 
it seems like the matchmaker doesn't do anything as far as like auto finding someone. Like maybe if I invited like you specifically, I think from what I've yeah. from what I've heard, like a lot of people, uh, like say you're on wave twenty five out of fifty, a lot of people will be like, no, I don't want to join because yeah. they want to join when it's like you know the, yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, uh, I heard wave uh, forty nine is just crazy hard. Yeah, I, I actually the one I was on, like I actually had a really good team. I was surprised, like. It wasn't even like that hard. We only had a couple deaths going all the way to like wave thirty, but then two people left, and we did like wave twenty nine with like three people, and then wave thirty we did with we failed with three people, and we did it like again and again and again. It was like eighteen minutes of like complete fail, yeah. and no one came. And then I was like, we we failed one more time, and I was like, ah, screw it, like no one's gonna come, so whatever. Um, but I don't know. I have to look into that. But it, it seems like you really need a good, a good solid team because you could have like a couple like whatever players in there and like screw it up for you. And like I, I've been in teams where like you know I, I'll kill like ten, twelve people and then the whole team dies. And I'm like, okay, well then you know they they did serve no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I'm finding that I'm I'm gonna have to like uh, kind of aim to like get a, a solid team to to re- like really try to accomplish like 50 oh, yeah, or whatever. Was give me a call, Burley. I've yeah. only gone through it twice, one through 50. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Dang. You know, the more the more I'm hearing about it, the more I want to pick up this game for the multiplayer. Um, but I, I can't afford it right now. But it's like, uh, I don't know. I'm just, after getting so tired of Halo, after playing, we played we played the hell out of it, Pat. After getting so tired of Halo, I'm looking for a new game like that we can play online, but... I don't know. I was hoping it would be Battlefield 3, but man, I don't know. Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot. I did play some Battlefield 3 on PC. I'll talk about that after after you go through your games. But, uh, but yeah, just on the last note, too, is um, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to have to start like um, trying to even like recruit with like people that are, like I group with online. Because you know, I, I know I could call you, Patrick, but... Like I have had a crazy schedule lately. Like I'll, the times I'm playing is like four in the morning, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like random. Like because I I I've been working. Uh, I changed my schedule like for a couple weeks or so. So, uh, I start work at like six and I get up at like three sometimes. So you know I'm like, well I'm up. I'll play for a little while. And <laughs> yeah. So I mean, um, you know, and, and that's why I even especially noticed with the matchmaking in Horde and Beast because at that time, you know when deathmatch is just auto auto join at like three in the morning and horde and beast is still like you know f- you know 10 minutes or so but but yeah i mean i'm, I'm digging it um uh, i do want to i mean i like it but i do want to give more games a try it's just um i guess with the you know my limited schedule it's nice to, to just go on there for like you know 10 15 minutes or whatever do a couple matches and then get off you know it works yep but yeah that's all for me you didn't mention civ 5 Oh, you know it's funny. I'm actually playing it right now. <laughs> and you um, forgot about it. <laughs> but um, I mean, I, I just I, I still been challenging myself on this game to to do um the harder modes. But it's it's kind of crazy. It's like if you fail, it's it's in Civilization Five. It's like everything snowballs. Like if you you know if you get a couple like lucky you know finds or pickups, you know you get a a little bonus here, a little bonus there. You know, early on, it could set you up for a good, you know, solid chance at beating like one of the harder modes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you lose one unit, you, you know, 
underestimate one unit, you you know, you have you get one less, you know, resource, like it could almost be like auto lose within like the first, you know, ten, twenty turns, you know. Because you know you already you know lost an advantage you know over everyone else. Yeah. Um, so I mean it's it's kind of frustrating, but um, it is nice when you do get a, a solid um, chance because then you know the game really like it takes a while. You know it's a lot of it. It actually gets pretty involved. In. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, Patrick. Well, <clears throat> picked up uh, on Tuesday. I picked up uh, Spider-Man Edge of Time. I beat it yesterday. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it again on hard. Um, what's it called? To unlock hard, you had to beat it on normal. Oh, okay. But um, it's still a fun game. Uh, I <laughs> It's kind of funny because I thought it was shorter than what it actually is. Because um, there's like three acts in it. And then, like, towards the end of the first act, which I didn't know it was the end of the first act, it just seemed like, it seemed like it was, the way they made it seem like it was the end of the game. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I'm having fun with this game, but, man, is it already over? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, something don't seem right. But then it, it kept going, so. But, uh, you know, I have fun with it. And it was fun going back and forth. One thing that kind of pissed me off was there was an achievement to get a 200-hit combo. Okay, and now I was uh, Spider-Man at 2099 with Miguel O'Hara. And I was up to 198. Well, uh-huh. it just so happened that, okay, like, you know, the, the you know, Spider-Man of the future and the Spider-Man of the present have, like, this psychic link right now so they can talk to each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they decided, right when I got to 198, to have a psychic conversation where what happens is instead of, like, you're still playing and you guys are talking, no, it freezes what you're doing and then the other Spider-Man kind of pops up and they're talking. (laughs) So what happened? My 198-hit combo went away. Oh, that sucks. So I I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. I'll go back and try it again later, but I was just like, that's that's bullshit. Um, but it's fun, and and I think they needed a couple more bosses in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, other than, like, okay, Anti-Venom's kind of like one of the main villains and, and and stuff like that, but there's, like, really not a lot of, like, big-name big name Spider-Man villains, you know? Like, boss battles in there. Uh-huh. It would have been a lot better with those. Um, but... Like I said, I had fun, and um, I'm going to run through it again. So, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a good game. Cool. Um, I've also been playing Resident Evil 4. Oh, uh, well, you know me, I'm loving that game. Like I said, I've probably beaten that game, I don't know how many times. Yeah. Uh, when it was on GameCube. But... I've gotten, I just got Ashley, which is the president's daughter who you're searching for. Okay. I just, I just got her and then I, I, uh, which ended a chapter and I went through the cemetery area, you know, and, and got to the next save, saved it. And I have to go back and play it some more. But see, like I said, the whole thing, like I said, on the last podcast was the controls, you know, you get so used to using the right thumbstick to, to well, that's what you have to do to aim. 
And in this one, the right thumbstick just makes you look back and forth. It has nothing to do with the aiming or anything. Oh, okay. The other thing that's kind of funny, too, is, like, if you aim at something, and you're just, like, you know, just aiming, right? It has a, um, a laser sight on the gun. Like, if, if you just if you just held it to where the gun, to, if you're holding the gun, gun up, man, he shakes all over the place. That's weird. Like, the aiming on the, on the when, you know, with the engine that they use for the gifts for the game or whatever, it's like... It's like, okay, I'm going to hold still. I'm just going to hold the trigger, and that's it. And also, all you see is just the, gun, the, the laser sights going all over the place. It's like, <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> like, hey, man, you, you don't have a steady hand for shit. <laughs> He's trembling. <laughs> for real. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to get through that game. Um, and, of course, Gears of War 3. Yep. Uh, I've been playing uh, multiplayer on that like crazy. Um you know, one of my biggest complaints about the online is, well, it's always been people lanterning like, you know, little bitches from hella far away, but that's sawed off. I'm sorry, you have no skills if you use the sawed off. Because it's like you don't even need to pretty much aim it. Just pull the trigger and, like, anybody's pretty much dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's... it's I, oh, I it's a little overpowerful. Over um, yeah, I mean, I was looking up some videos on, on that because, like, I was, you know, while I was debating if I was going to buy one of the skin packs for a weapon or something, um, I, you know, I was thinking, okay, well, which one would I, which, you know, shotgun would I stick with, you know, as like an auto, you know, yeah. uh, setup. Um, and I was, like, watching some YouTube videos on it, and um, they were showing, like, an example of, like, uh, the aim and stuff and whatnot. And yeah. it, it, I mean, it does have its it's negative points in that, you know, you shoot it, you, you know, you're not going to get a second shot if you're that close to someone, um, if you miss, yeah. but then on the other side, it's, it's kind of hard to miss. Cause they, they were act- the example I was watching on YouTube is, um, the guy walked up, he had, you know, just both characters standing there. He had one walk, um, within melee range of the other one. And then he aimed the gun straight up at the ceiling and, you know, from, his perspective of the aim, the other character was nowhere even in the screen. And then from the perspective of the other character, he was waving, he had the gun like way aiming away above his head. But uh, after shooting it, he actually just uh, could one shot kill the guy still. Um, And, you know, that's like completely like, I'm not even aiming at him. I'm shooting at the ceiling and I still get him. Um, But I mean, it is, it is, kind of tricky in that you have to be in like melee range so it's almost like it it almost is like a melee weapon you know um uh but yeah i mean if you do get it and you're near somewhat near you know focused on the person it is like a one shot um well, kind of like no matter what and that's the other thing that pisses me off is um there'll be times where they miss with the, with the sawed off yeah and i'll just start plugging them with my shotgun I mean, like, four or five rounds. And they won't go down. Then they turn around, bam, one shot. Okay, you're dead. They, they had time to reload, and, and, and that's your ass. But it's like, wait a minute. So how does that make sense where I put all these bullets into this one person, and then that, that sawed off barely wasn't even really aiming towards me, and I'm dead. Yeah. Those, those are things they need to fix. I mean, personally, I would like it if they just re, like had a big patch to where – the sawed off now is a special weapon, and that's it. I know that's probably ain't gonna happen, but I mean, what are you gonna do, right? Yep. Uh, I think I just got to level um, fifty-six. 
like I said, it's real easy to rank up in this game. I probably could be a higher rank if I played it as much as, you know, I normally play, but... Well, you've been playing uh, Spider-Man, too, so... Yeah. Um, my last thing is uh, my Gears of War, Jacinto's uh, Remnant, my book. I've been still reading that. Um, I'm a little over halfway done with that. And then I'll be moving on to the next one. Why don't you uh, take this time to mention um, your idea, Patrick? Yeah, I was, uh, and I put it on Facebook and everything, too. Um, I was thinking about maybe, like, you know, just something else that gamers can get together and do. Start up, like, a, a, a book club, but of just video game books. Yeah, I mean, video games or even any kind of books like that. I mean, there's the uh, everything from the... Uh, Diablo books, all the way to the Dragon Age books, the Gears of War books. Yeah, uh, there's Mass Effect, there's Elder Assassin's Scrolls. Creed, yep. um, uh, World of Final Warcraft. Star. Oh yeah, a lot of World of Warcraft. <laughs> you go with that too, you know? I mean, so, uh, I figured this is an idea. Um, I just want to see if anybody's interested, let me know. You can message me direct, or uh, you know, you can look me up on Facebook, Patrick Solis, or or just do it through our, our email. Yeah, or oh. Facebook page, yeah. There you go. Any way you it's can get a hold of idea. us, let us know. Just an idea. And I think um, what we'll do is if we get enough um, uh, interest, we'll probably, at the very least, start a uh, Facebook group for it. And then um, if we get a whole bunch of interest, then I'll, I'll start a, a section on the webpage for it that people can go to for discussions and stuff. Um, I thought it was a good idea when he brought it to me. I think it's something that we could definitely do. It's something that uh, internally we've been talking about in the podcast for a while. Um, we were talking about, uh, at least when, when Kevin was around, we were talking about uh, reading the Dragon Age books together. But um, that it never happened. But I, I think it's something that would definitely be awesome, especially if we can get some of the community to join us in uh, uh, some sort of a club, you know, book club for it. So Yes, sir. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I did. Before we go with the releases, I, I mentioned that I, I did. I forgot that I did play some Battlefield Three um, beta on PC, and I did want to talk about it just a little bit because I have had a lot of fun on it. Actually, um, when we played on 360, I don't know what it was. Was it the controls, the graphics? I don't know what it was, but the game sucked. Yeah, it just sucked. I mean, I don't know what it was because some people liked it on 360. I didn't like it. Patrick hated it. But I wanted to give it a chance on PC since that's how I've always played Battlefield, and I know Battlefield's great. Battlefield 2 is great on PC. So I tried it out. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. There's still a lot of bugs. I bet but, you did enjoy yourself. <laughs> but you got to remember, this is a beta, not a demo. That's what everyone keeps saying. But, you know, I, I want to say that, that if you're going to try this and you have a PC to run it, try it on PC. Um, unless you, you're the kind of person that you know, you get all your games on 360, then of course try it on 360, but my recommendation is for anybody who's going to play this game, get it on PC. Um, uh, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to come out with an updated version of this beta, or what they're going to do, because the game comes out in what? Uh, uh, October 25th? Yeah, yeah. That's, there you go. That's one thing I was going to say, is it's kind of weird to have a beta <laughs> like a week or two yeah, I know. before the game comes out. I mean, I guess because nowadays, because you know, with um, especially, you know, like it being a primarily, you know, multiplayer game, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, it makes sense that people will go online so they could do a patch, you know, 
Yeah. But it just, I don't know, it just seems kind of funny well, to do a beta, like, right before the release. Like, yeah, like they're yeah. going to be like, oh, we found out the game's completely broken. Like, oh, well, it's going to come well, out what, next week. What's crazy <laughs> about it is I don't understand why they put this beta out and then turned around one week later when all these people are complaining that this game sucks. Or not, not that the game sucks, I take that back. That this game has problems. They're going to say, oh, well, the, the uh, version that we put up as a beta, it, uh, we've already fixed a lot of stuff. Then why'd you put that version up? <laughs> you know, it's like they're already saying that um, a ton of the things that the community is worried about has already been fixed and a ton more are going to be fixed before release. It's like, then why put this up? Why even bother? But like I was mentioning, um, or, or like I mentioned to, uh, on, on the Nerdgasm Network uh, forums, you know, when I was working for EA, when I was working on Battlefield 2, the publisher DICE, they are very pushy with their release dates. And I'm assuming that what happened, because a, a month before Battlefield 2 came out, the game was a disaster. There's placeholders everywhere. There was uh, crash bugs. There was a desync that could have ruined the game. And, but um, DICE was like, nope, nope, we got to get it out this day no matter what. We got the demo out this day no matter what. So I'm assuming that that's what happened is um, the testers and the QA department was probably like, hey, this isn't ready for public at all. But DICE was like, nope, we got to get something out there. I'm, I'm assuming. I, I don't know for sure, but that's what I'm assuming. Um, and so for anyone who has played it and didn't like it, don't judge the game too harshly by it. Uh, wait until the game comes out and see what happens. Um, Always been judged. Well, yeah. <laughs> because like I said, when, when Battlefield 2 was coming out, no, no one besides the test in, internal company would know this. A month before release, the game was a disaster. Me and the team that I was on was just looking at it thinking, man, this game is going to flop. And then it turned out to be um, the best-selling game of all, uh, PC game of all time at that point, of course. Um, so, you know, that's why I said have faith in it if, if you're a fan of the series. I'm not. I don't. I know. I know. What? <laughs> all right, on the releases. What's coming out? The week of 10-9 to 10-15? Yep, yep. Forza Motorsports 4 for the 360. Yeah, it looks if you're... It, it, from what I've heard, if you're into the Forza or any of the uh, racing games, this is the best one of the series by far. So, I I got out of racing games. I mean, I think I really think the last one I really was into was other than like Mario Kart because those are just kind of fun. Yeah, but like racing, racing games was like even then it wasn't really too much a racing game. Was it Need for Speed Three, like Hot Pursuit? Oh, okay. Or Need for Speed 2, I think. Need for Speed 2 on Pursuit. That was like on PlayStation. I I just kind of got out of racing games. I I think the the last racing game, non-fun racing game I was ever into was... uh, (laughs) Non-fun? Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) Non-Mario Kart type game uh, was was, um, uh, Gran Turismo either 2 or 3. I forget which one. Uh, For me... um, Oh, yeah. Go ahead. That was all I was going to say. Just one of those two. Uh, for me, it was uh, Burnout um, um, on Xbox, the original Burnout. Um, okay, I did play some of that, but I didn't really get into it. Well, I believe it was uh, Burnout Revenge and Burnout 3 I played a lot. Yeah. And I really was digging those games, but I, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't like how they um, um, how it uh, turned out when they brought it over to you know the Burnout Paradise series. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just lost interest because that one actually was uh, one of those confusing games where I was like, "Man, I love the hell out of Burnout," and then like, but I got bored playing the Burnout demo, and I don't want to buy the game at all, even when it was on sale. You know, <laughs> you yeah. got Burnout on Burnout. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because literally, like, like Burnout was like one of the only games um, where I went like crazy and like you know got like almost all the 
you know, it wasn't achievements back then, but when they had like the percentage completion, you know, um, yeah, I almost did everything on like the other ones, and I was actually like hooked on that game. But then when the newer one came out, I was like, ah, don't really, nah. Well, that does really happen. That does happen though. Yeah. What's it called? And nothing. Nothing will ever beat Cruising USA for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> oh yeah, Cruising. Yeah, Cruising USA. That game was and, awesome. And they had the controller, I mean, the steering wheel controller with the with the pedals. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. All right. Um, Ace Combat Assault Horizon, PS3 and 360. Uh, another game I'm looking forward to: Dead Rising 2 off the record for the PC, PS3, and the 360. I'm looking forward to it, but I might have to wait on it. <laughs> um, that's the one where it's pretty much like Dead Rising 2, but it has Frank West from the original game in it, showing what he would have done if he was in the situation in yeah. Dead Rising 2. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be, uh, you know, like word for word per se, the same game. You know what I mean? Like all the same exact missions, you know? Yeah, it's probably like an alternate universe. It probably starts the same, but then goes off, off in a different direction. Yeah. Um. Okay, Hulk Hogan's main event for the 360 Connect. Pretty I much, don't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, uh, you're like trying to start your own wrestling promotion, and Hulk Hogan's helping you do that. <laughs> and all you got is. is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Damn it, Evan. What'd you say, Frank? And I said because you said you're trying to start all. You're trying to start a new promotion. And I was like, and all you got is, is you know, 50, 60-year-old Hulk Hogan. Man. <laughs> but he's a real American. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Age 2, Mark of the Assassin, DLC for the PS3 and the 360. Now, you know, this one, although I'm not, uh, uh, you know, I haven't been following the uh, Dragon Age 2 stuff too too closely. This one kind of slipped under the radar completely for me. I didn't even know this was coming out so soon. Um, I actually have a, a little more information about it. Well, not about the Dragon Age in the news, but yeah, didn't expect this one to come out so f- soon. Red Dead Redemption, Game of the Year edition for the PS3 and the 360. Cool, cool. Which that also includes, you know... It's not just the game Red Dead Redemption. It's also um, the Undead Pack, which is I know is part of the DLC, but I don't, I don't even want people to think that was not included. You know? Yeah. Um, I, Wipeout Two for the PS3, the Wii, the DS, and the 360. Cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one more game here, but uh, Jeremy wanted to talk about it, so yeah. Um, well, we don't always do the Xbox Live Arcade games or PSN games just because, um, well, there's They're either... They're frowned upon. Yeah, well, there's I'm either... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> there's either... Uh, a lot of times they're just they're just crap, um, especially on the Wii and stuff, if we do Wii or DS, um, DSi, or they're just, you know, there's this stuff that either you you know about them or you don't. I mean, there's no, like, oh, well, hey, that's coming out. But this game... I wanted to mention, and I know uh, I know Patrick has probably never heard of it, but uh, Frank, you might have. I don't know. Um, it's called Guardian Heroes. It's coming out for the Xbox uh, Live Arcade. It is a Sega Saturn game, and one of my favorite games of all time. It is a side-scroller role-playing action game, hybrid, um, and it's one. It, it, 
it's really hard to explain, but uh, I'm going to try my hardest. Basically, you, t- you take control of a character, and you can unlock a bunch of characters. I don't remember how many exactly, but I think you can basically be any character that's in the game, bad guy or good guy, and you can play as them, on, mm-hmm. uh, as a good guy, of course. But, you know, like basically skins and different moves and stuff. Wait, um, so you can be a bad guy, but as a good guy? Yeah, basically, like, you, you unlock them to play in the campaign. Put it that way. Okay. So it's it's more like you get their powers, you get their looks, but you're still a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, you go through this game, and the choices you make are dependent on what where you go, like what next stage you go to. Um, the original game on Saturn actually was more um, cryptic than this. Like, this is the kind of game that um, hardcore fans of the game, which me and my brother were, sat down and made maps of exactly what you had to do to get to certain parts of the game. Um, we probably beat this game 20, 30 times on Saturn because uh, it's, a, it's a relatively short game. You know, it's, it's the kind of game you don't save it. You just play through it. Um, you and, saying that made me think of the old commercials. Sega, Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so basically it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a magic, might and magic, you know, kind of game. Um, not the series might and magic, but as in like strength and magic. Uh, side scroller, a lot of fun. 3D platforms. Um, anybody who's who knows about it already going to pick it up. I will have it on Tuesday. But if you don't know about it, I suggest getting out there, buying it, or um, I'm sorry, trying it. And if you're going to like it, and I, and I don't usually do this because I'm not on my console a lot. But if there's anybody out in the community that wants to add me and uh, play this game, I am down because, like I said, it's one of my favorite games of all times. Um, it's one of those games that's not on my top ten list because I always forget about it because it's it's one of those games where, um, yeah, I haven't heard from it since the Saturn. So, uh, but yes, I will be playing this, and um, you can find out if you really if you want to add me, go to our, our website, and uh, I'll have my Xbox Live information on there. So, um, yeah. If you don't Every- know, now you know. You yeah, know. everybody should try this game coming out this week. Guardian Heroes. All right. Okay, we got release date updates. Release date update, sorry. December 1st, UFC app comes to the uh, Xbox Live. Now, this is the one we talked about a few weeks ago. That it, Do you know what exactly it's going to be? I mean, I know it's going to show... It's going to have some of the shows and um, also uh, some like older pay-per-views. Oh, okay, that's cool. And um, stats on like different, uh, the different... Like when, what's the, when the fights are coming up. Cool, cool. Like their stats, and um, I, I thought I had typed it down, but I guess I didn't. I was going to have all this ready for you, so I knew <laughs> you were going to ask me. <laughs> no. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to have like uh, it's going to have a catalog on on-demand UFC content and uh, individual. Uh, yeah, they didn't announce if there was going to be a price for pay-per-view events, like what you know if you. What the individual price is going to be? Yeah. So I'm probably going to think it would be the same as pay per view, though. I don't know why they would give it to you any cheaper. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. Have they said they're going to do live pay per view though? Um. Well, it says uh, Microsoft did not announce prices for individual pay per view events. Oh, okay. That's cool then. But it it did note the high definition and standard pricing options will be offered. That's cool then because um, so either it either if it's not live it might have it the next after. day or whatever yeah or, yeah well that's cool that's 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 um 
pretty cool. And you know, this is ongoing, and, and we'll talk a little more about this after the break, but this is ongoing of uh, Xbox really becoming what you can consider the central hub of your uh, entertainment center. Mm-hmm. And that, like I said, launches December 1st. Cool, cool. Next one. Um, Transformers Fall of Cybertron coming fall of 2012. And this is the game that's going to continue from War on uh, on Cybertron. Oh, okay, that makes sense now. So which it's going to be a continuation of, of, the, of, the, of that game, which I still need to play. Yeah, which I still need to finish. <laughs> keep forgetting so I can I have... play it. Huh? So I can yeah. borrow it. Play it. I keep forgetting I have Corey's uh, game here. I keep forgetting it's here. Anyway. All right. Well, with that, we are going to take a break. We'll be right back. back now we're going to get into some news hello news hello news uh and there's a, a few pieces that are maybe older than a week that um we missed i'm not sure i know that some of this um has slipped through my fingers anyway over the last couple of weeks but uh i have my google reader all organized now with some with so it makes it a lot easier for me to get some some of the littler news stories that might pass us by. I'm going to start out with uh, NBA Jam on Fire Edition, which I believe it just came out for the uh, PS3 and 360, or it's about to come out. No, uh, it's out. It's on arcade, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's out on, uh, on I don't know, but I'm pretty sure for, if it's out on 360, it's out on PS3, yeah. but it's, it's I, in uh, 360. I thought it came out last week, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Alright, so um, unlike the Wii version, this version includes some of ba- basketball's greatest, including uh, Dominique Wilkins, Hakeem Olajuwon, Dennis Rodman, and um, more. It does, didn't go into details, but um, so Good question. Yes. If you're Dennis Rodman and you get pissed off because you're losing and you fall after you miss a dunk or a block, can you kick a cameraman in the nuts? I don't know about that, but I was just hoping you can customize his hair color. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, Razzle dazzle. <laughs> he's on fire, dude. I don't know, man. This game, the Wii version flopped. I heard it, it wasn't that good. Um, as much as I loved the original NBA Jam, I don't think I could ever go back to it. <laughs> uh, I probably could because I, 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 I can't really get into um, basketball games now. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like, That's what I mean. Those ones, the double dribble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Dragon, Age, Dragon Age Redemption web series, which we talked about uh, a while back, is uh, going to be released alongside the Dragon Age DLC we talked about earlier. So Hell yeah! August or August? Wow, 
October 11th, um, check out the <coughs> Dragon Age Redemption web series. Um, I'm not sure exactly where to find it, but just Google it. And the thing is, of course, this... Google this, the hell out of it. <laughs> this this uh, features uh, Felicia Day, and we were, we watched the trailer before we started. It, it looks awesome. She's an elf. Yeah, she's a hot elf, too. Elves are hot. All right. Pat, you got next. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying, to, I'm trying not to bust out laughing if you said that. Uh, Mortal Kombat Collection tops PSN sales for September. Yeah, this is... I was reading this, and uh, they... they although I guess they're going to start ne- next month releasing the numbers for their uh, PSN sales. But this particular month, um, the only number that was released was uh, Final Fantasy VII was, came in 10th place at 100,000 downloads. So you can imagine, if that's 10th place, you can imagine what, what first place got. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, some Bethesda and Elder Scrolls news. So Bethesda releases the Xbox 360 achievements. Um, so you can view them online at xbox360achievements.org. There are 50 of them, and I will say it right now. Spoiler alert: If you don't want any spoils, don't go there and check them out. If you're if you don't care and you're just so anticipating the game so much, go check them out. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Oh, the, <laughs> Elder Scrolls apparently has a food truck that um, cr- goes around. I'm I'm not sure if it's the country or just the state of California, but this last week they were in, at UC Santa Barbara, and one of the items on the menu: dragon legs. Oh. I've been looking all over for a good place for dragon legs. <laughs> Me too, but all the places I go to, they're singed with lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Skyrim has an a all-star cast of Academy Award winners and nominees, including, and I'm sorry if I say these names wrong, Christopher Plummer from The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and the Insider, Max von Sydow from The Exorcist and Minority Report, and Joanne Allen from The Contender and The Born Ultimatum. Um, I could have been someone. I could have been a contender. Yeah, you could have, Patrick. But what's that? I'm, sorry. I'm, j- I'm just kidding. Uh, so you know that that's promising um, for or for uh, voiceover on that game. I'm actually the more and more I hear about this game, man, the more and more I can't not wait till it comes out. Speaking um, of uh, voices for video games, sorry. No, no. But I meant to actually mention this earlier when I was talking about Spider-Man: Edge of Time. Um. The voice of Miguel O'Hara uh-huh. was the voice from the uh, cartoon that was on uh, Fox oh, okay. back in the 90s. Uh-huh. And he also was the one that did uh, L.A. Noir or L.A. Noir, Spider-Man Noir in oh. the Shattered Dimensions. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And um, the voice of Spider-Man, Peter Parker, was uh, from the um, Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. Uh-huh. And um, so he he voiced Spider Man, and then in Shadow Dimension he voiced the Ultimate Spider Man. Do you know? But, wow, I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish. But also, uh, um, one of the uh, bad guys, uh, Doctor, I forget his exact name, but it's Wal- Val Walker Kilmer. Sloan. There you go, Doctor Walker Sloan. Yeah, Val Kilmer voices him. Black Cat is Katie Sackoff. Mm-hmm. And oh, you already said Josh Keaton, right? No. Oh yes, yes. Peter Parker's Josh Keaton. Yes. Um, that's crazy. I, I mean, I always knew that uh, a lot of people like doing the Spider-Man games, you know, because obviously, it's, you know, such a big title. But well, 
and the girl who did Mary Jane is the girl from uh, Heroes. Oh, uh, uh, the cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I, I, think, I, wait, I think that was her. Yeah, she was also in Smallville and played Supergirl. Uh, no. Hey, well, I don't know. Anyway, it's the girl from Smallville, though, right? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Cool, cool. And the last bit of Bethesda news, um, the second Elder Scroll novel entitled Lord of Souls is now available. So, um, I, I heard the first one, I never read it, but I heard the first one was really excellent. I do own it, and I do plan on reading it someday, but, um, and I'm not sure what time frame this book is. Uh, I know the, I believe the first book was, um, before Elder Scrolls 4, I'm sorry, before Elder Scrolls 3. Like uh, it was, um, I think it's during the time of uh, wheelbarrows and uh, dragons. Oh, so you mean the billion years in the in that in yeah. the universe? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> wheelbarrows. But uh, um, yeah. So um, some some other news uh with the uh, EA. Um, again, they've been sued by a player. Well, actually, more specifically, EA Sports has been sued by another former player uh, <laughs> for the use of their likeness. Uh, this time it's... Uh, uh, and now I just completely blanked out. But it was uh, for one of the recent uh, basketball games, uh, former uh, Boston Celtics center and coach Bill Russell uh, is actually suing EA and the NCAA um, for misuse of his likeness. And, you know, we, we I went over a couple of the the lawsuits, you know, I think a couple podcasts ago. Yeah. And you almost think like they should almost to some extent just have some kind of final, you know, this is what it is, you know. Cause if it's suable, everyone should sue and then they're done. You know, yeah. like the huge giant, every single player who was not given money versus EA Sports case, boom, they sue them for a billion, everyone Every former player gets like five bucks and they're happy, right? <laughs> um, uh, you know, <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many. Yeah, I know. Um, and, um, um, or they should just say, you know, hey, it's not suable because this is kind of messy. It's like, I, I, don't, I would almost hate to be EA, you know, in the sense that, like, okay, we won a couple of cases, but someone still thinks, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there's yeah. something. Maybe those other cases were just, you know, nonsense. So yeah. we're just going to sue again. Because, I mean, if, if in that sense, you know, so many people could make the same claim, you know, it, it would be, it would almost, it, it almost even seems sloppy on the NCAA's part to some extent that they don't have a finalization on this. Because it's like, are they just going to, you know, stand up and go to court for someone or get sued by someone, you know, just because they feel like it, you know? Because if yeah. obviously if this was a, if this was a you know, he should get money or should not get money. You know, if there was a clear decision, yeah. why just let it kind of stagnate and like, okay, well we won this one, we're done. Um, you know, a no. couple weeks Other later. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I forgot what I was reading it, but um, uh, one of the players was even saying that um, oh the NCAA they said that they were gonna go and. And I, I don't know whose quote this is exactly, but they said they were going to go and look into, because um, uh, I guess the player was used in a tournament, and it's like based off an actual tournament. And I'm not, you know, uh, well versed in basketball, so I don't know exactly what it was, but um, 
they were saying that uh, the NCA is going to look into it and to see if any of the cheerleaders or uh, oh, band members are uh, similar to the, the ones wow. uh, the ones that in the actual tournament to the ones in the game. And wow. it's like it's like okay, you know, like they should just have some kind of finalization on it because if it's to the point where you, you, I mean, you even um, I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess you could completely you could just tell EA you can only use licensed players. That's it, and I, I don't know. It just seems kind of sloppy that they're going back and forth on it. But yeah, it, it is. Uh, it's this case just opened up, so you know, see what happens. Um, but the way it's going, even if it's complete win for the, the player or a complete win for EA, there's probably going to be another one. <laughs> Seriously. Um, um, some and then some uh, other sports news. Um, Backbreaker Two. Um, well, they're actually their de- their <laughs> developer. Yeah. Well, other sports news. Um, Backbreaker Two um, will basically never happen. Um, the developer Natural Motion. Um, they were kind of known because they were like one of the first actual. I mean, sadly, in, like, the last five years, like, major competitor. And they weren't even really major in the whole scheme of video games. Um, but to the Madden franchise. Uh-huh. Uh, they were one of the only games that really put out, like, a kind of, like, a unique football. Um, I mean, really, besides Blitz, and those games were starting to tank recently. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they were, like, one of the newer ones that actually put up a decent football game that could compete. Um, but recently... Well, I would say like a year ago, they made a skimmed down version of their um, uh, game. You know, that made it like a mini game of uh, they called it Tackle Alley, where you just you're running the ball basically. And um, they made a football. I mean, they they made a um, mini game of that to sell on like the iPhone and Android. That was successful. Now they actually got an NFL license finally, but only for mobile games. So they now are going to have like. Um, they're going to release NFL Rivals, which is basically Backbreaker Tackle Alley, but with the NFL license. And so now that they're you know successful in this and everything, the company has actually said that they're now going to remove their focus off consoles. They're not; they have no console games planned whatsoever. So kind of a bummer. I mean, I guess to some extent, you know, there's a leader now in the mobile field. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that'll lead for Madden in the future on on mobile, because the NFL tends to have one particular brand per thing. They've they usually don't you know like have two different phone you know sponsors. It's usually one you know. So you know when they when they decide to go with a brand, it's usually one. So when they go into the Android side of things, it's usually just one company can make their Android game. So. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they could win a small war and being the only NFL licensed <laughs> game on, you know, mobile. But it's kind of a bummer that they're just completely giving up on the console uh, yeah. side of things. Yeah, because uh, if I remember right, I, I think I never played it, but I, I heard that Backbreaker was, like you said, a pretty good game. So. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting. It wasn't like you know the greatest thing ever, but um, to put like a new perspective on football and to put um you know pretty good uh visual presentation and stuff like that it was actually pretty interesting yeah who okay uh oh so another video we were watching um before the podcast and i will put this in the show notes better 
in the show notes. Uh, a fan-made live-action Skyrim video, and uh, this this person who put this together, who made this, he's done other videos of uh, you know pop culture. Um, basically, it's called uh, Dragon Hut, and it's it's supposedly you know uh, one of the dragon what are they called the dragon lords I think or something like that. And he's running. Uh, he sees the dragon, and he's running through the forest, and he's tra- tracking the dragon. He gets out into a clearing, and then uh, uh, tries to use his uh, crossbow to kill the dragon. Whatever ends up taking the dragon down. No aim. Yeah, has no aim at all, and the crossbow looks so like pieces of cardboard. But anyway, um, I'm not gonna watch it. It's only about three minutes long, but uh, yeah, I'll put that in the video. I just want to mention that it look it it looks pretty good, high quality, except for the crossbow. (laughs) No, and and the acting when that it was supposed to be like uh, the dragon shooting fireball a fireball or whatever. Oh yeah, and (laughs) from the sky, and he like hella like. Oh, like his eyes got open. Oh, he jumped yeah. into the sky. It was like, a, it was like the Matrix. <laughs> and, and you just saw this. You could tell someone was on the ground with a flamethrower. So, but the look on his face was like, ah. It's just like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad, too. Um, um, next, you know, sorry, one thing. Uh, so are, they, are they, is he making more? Or? No, no. He, he just does these, well, as far as I know. He just does these one-shot uh, short videos. Oh, okay. One-shot in your face. Okay, if you want to. Not really, but... All right, so... Yeah, but um, if, if there is any more on it, um, I would love to see it, and I will, I will let all our listeners know, though. Um, so, uh, you know, speaking earlier about Xbox and um, UFC and everything, well, if, if you haven't heard that uh, Xbox is going to be providing a lot more entertainment content to their system... They're bringing uh, live TV to Xbox, along with uh, specific channels that are going to have their own type of thing. Um, if you're lucky enough to have one of the uh, uh, cable-type networks, uh, non-satellite, so like Comcast or the Verizon Fios, then you will be able to basically replace your um, uh, cable box with your Xbox. They're, and it's going to be fully uh, supported by Connect, so... You know, you can like. Yeah, well, here's a problem with that, though. I already see. Sorry, I'm not letting you finish here, but I've just already seen. It, it, what if they're they're doing work on their uh, site? What do you mean? Like on the Xbox Live site, you know, it's down. Xbox Live's down right now. Oh. Now, not, now you can't. Now you can't watch TV if that's your only reliable cable that's source. Point. Although Xbox Live rarely goes down, I think it only goes down a couple times a year. But still, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Good thing this isn't for the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I personally will not be replacing my cable box, but it's cool to have that option. Um, other things that they're going to include are um, have HBO Go app and the Sci-Fi Channel app in America. And in the UK, they'll have the BBC TV and BBC Radio app. Um, what if I want the BBC on in America? You know, it's impossible to get the true BBC channel even on your Comcast or whatever, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy that the BBC is only in U- the UK. They have BBC USA, they, they stuff like that, but uh, well, that's because over there they can show nudity and all that other shit. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, um, and of course, the di- different places around the world will have different local stations. Like the uh, another example, the game is gave is Spain will have uh, I-, I didn't write it down, but Spain will have their number one station. Uh, there's an app for for that. So, so wait, um, so are those apps like for HBO and shit? Is that gonna be free? I think you'll have to be a member. Uh, I know HBO Go. You have to be a member through one of the services, like 
uh, if you if you already have HBO through Comcast or through DirecTV, then you can go to their website. Currently, you can go to their website and sign up uh, with your. Uh, for example, on Comcast, you go, you take your Comcast number, uh, account number, and put it in, and they'll and then they'll let you make a use. That's kind of. I mean, it's cool, but at the same time, it's like I think of two different things. Now, one, now your Xbox is going to be running all day long for gaming and for your TV. Yep. Like if you got rid of your, you know, and two. If you don't have, if they're only doing it for for um, Comcast. I mean, no, no, no. There's a bunch. It was, uh, Comcast and Verizon FiOS are the only ones in our but area. But you're saying, okay, there you go. But I don't have Comcast or yeah. Verizon. I didn't even, I didn't even heard of Verizon FiOS, iOS or whatever. So I, yeah, you know. Uh, but the thing is, I don't think they can do it with satellite um, because of the way satellite comes into your home. Obviously, is by satellite. Um, so I think that's I'm, the reason. Oh, I'm just surprised. Like. You know, they wouldn't have like something wireless to be able to do it. I agree. Maybe in the future they will. Um, there, there's a whole list of uh, uh, providers uh, that uh, are going to be doing this. Uh, it's a long list, so don't get me wrong. It's not just Comcast and Verizon, and it's um, but there's a long list of it. So if if you're curious, uh, check it up online. Um, Major Nelson on his blog has a whole list of everything that they're doing with it. So hello, doing. Yeah, that's probably the best uh, resource to go to. Um, but you know, for, for me, uh, HBO go is cool. I don't have, here, here's, here's an advantage in my, in my, in my, uh, situation. I don't subscribe to HBO go, but my parents do. So I will be able to get HBO HD on my uh, TV with my Xbox because I'll have their username and password. So, you know, it's one of those things in that case, it's, it's a big advantage for people who already have a TV in the same room as their Xbox, a good TV, which most people do. Well, I would think that if you had an Xbox, you'd have a TV in the same room, sir. Uh, what I'm, yeah, I know, I, I realized I said that. Uh, I mean, what I I meant, Xbox came with a screen, but mine didn't. <laughs> what I meant is you, you most, most likely you already have a cable box or, or something already hooked up. Now, granted, you can get the HBO go service without subscribing to cable so and that's another thing you can pay monthly just to hbo go so if you're the kind of person that's like well i want just hbo go then i'm sure it's only a couple of couple dollars and you just pay for hbo go so there's another advantage for people that don't have cable tv um at all which there's quite a few out there that you know rely on and i think it's that this is catered more to those who rely on their xbox for their entertainment already um it's just you know, enhancing that. I, I think it's cool. I think it's a good option. Again, I'm not going to be replacing my cable box with my Xbox for mainly for the reason you said that that would make my Xbox be running all day, and uh, I, I don't like that idea. So, all right, moving on. Um, and Patrick, I'm sure you're excited about this because I know how much of an Assassin's Creed you are. Yay! Uh, Assassin's Creed fan you are. I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> you're an Assassin's Creed, Patrick. Um, Desmond's story you will end. You know the new, the new game's going to be about me. <laughs> yeah. Desmond's story will end next year. Um, we had been talking about, um, uh, how Assassin's Creed games have been coming out once a year. Well, there's a reason for this. I love it. Yeah, there's a reason for this. There's going to be one more, there's obviously the game coming out this year, which is, what's it called? Revelations. Yeah, Revelations is coming out this year, this month. Um, next year, around this same time, between now and um, the beginning of December, there will be a fourth game uh, in in this in this mini series, I guess you could say. This is the fourth game. No, it, not including Assassin's Creed One. Okay. Because what they did is Assassin's Creed One came out, 
And then because that was uh, uh, such a hit, they came out with Assassin's Creed 2. Well, when they came yeah, out with Assassin's Creed I, I, I see what you're saying. Brotherhood is continued from Assassin's Creed 2 and Revolution. But Revelation is supposed to deal also with Altair, so yes. I would assume that somehow the first... Yes. To me, all, Assassin's Creed 1 would be in the mix of all that. Yeah, okay, well, it's five games, but what, what, what I'm talking about is they did, when they were making Assassin's Creed 1, they didn't think about this stuff. They, it wasn't until they made Assassin's Creed 2 that they actually started thinking about this. The reason there's been four games in four years, including the one next year, um, is because they have a storyline that they need to get done before December 21st, 2012, which is supposedly the day the world will end. Uh-huh. And supposedly their their whole story, this whole story that they've been going to since uh, planned since Assassin's Creed 2, but including Assassin's Creed 1, is that uh, the end of the game that's going to come out next year could possibly be the end of the world. In the game. So all this huh. stuff you've been doing with Desmond is, is leading up to December 21st, 2012 in that world where the world may end. They're not saying that it's the, game, the series is going to end with the world being destroyed, but they're saying that that's what the story has been leading up to. So they're taking a pseudo-real-life yeah. real, real story of you know, the prophecy that the world will end next year and putting that into the game. That's why the games have been coming out once a year because they need to get the storyline out before that time. They said it makes no sense for them to uh, have this storyline and then the game comes out after the fact, you know? So, yeah. uh, so that's why they, they came out with these four games in a row, once, one a year. After this, um, they, they said that uh, this, this game, uh, Revelations, will wrap up Altair and Enzio's stories. They will never appear in another Assassin's Creed game, at least not as the main characters. And um, the one next year will feature Desmond. Almost, I, I'm guessing the whole game's going to be Desmond. Uh-huh. And that will be the last time Desmond's in a game. So, yeah. in other words, Assassin's Creed 1 all the way to the fifth game, that will, be, that will wrap up one story. But they're saying this is not the end of the Assassin's Creed franchise, just Enzio, Altier, and Desmond. They said there's a lot of other uh, pieces, parts of history that, they, that, they, that they're hoping to explore in, in future games. Um, and with this, they're saying that the one downfall is that you're going to now expect a greater um, delay between Assassin's Creed games. So they're not going to be coming out once a year anymore. Um, and the article I was reading, the, the uh, person who wrote this up was like, you know, it's amazing that they've been able to keep the quality that they have in the Assassin's Creed games coming out with a game once a year. You know what I mean? So... Uh, you know, after after this, after Revelations, after the next game that's coming out next year, you're going to expect more Assassin's Creed games, just not as often, is basically what it comes down to. Huh. So, uh, you know, if if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, which I am, and I know Patrick, you really are. Oh uh, yes. It, it's an exciting time for Assassin's Creed. You know, two more games planned within the next year, and then after that, who knows what's going to happen? But they're pla- they're they're promising more. So. Coolio, Julio. All right. So, um, Gears of War 3, first DLC coming November 1st. It's called Horde Command Pack. It's going to have three new maps. uh, One from uh, Gears of War 2, which would be Blood Drive. Another one called Rusted Lung. It's going to be on um, the ship at the beginning of the game. 
and it's going to have uh, in there somewhere is going to be a silverback, which I can already tell is going to be a pain in the ass to, uh, if, if the opposing team gets that. Then that's mm-hmm. in, the silverback in the game is just um, it's kind of like uh, this, it's, it's, uh, this unit that you get into and it can fire either a uh, machine gun or you can lock it down and, and shoot missiles from it. But it's you're a, like in this big metal like uh, like that, think of Lost Planet. Right? Yeah, yeah kind of. Think of Lost Planet, how they got into those exoskeletons, something like yeah. that. It's not exactly like that, but something similar. Um, and Azura, which is the um, – uh, well, I don't want to – it's just a new map. I'm not going to tell you anything because the game is <laughs> still new. Uh, yeah. Also, three new characters in Onyx Guard, Big Rig Dizzy, and Bernie. Um so that means that, that that'll bring the total up to four female characters you can pick in oh, the game. Cool. You already but, have Anya and Sam and the Locust Queen. Go ahead. What? I was I was gonna say, but it will. You said it would up the female characters up to four, but yes. it'll up the dizzy up to two. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> hell yeah! Hell more dizzy. That's uh, I don't know. That's usually the guy. That's usually the guy I play. With the hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what's it called? Um, he, I, I saw a picture of it, of him, and he's like, uh, he still has his hat on, of course, but he's like in overalls, yeah, and like gloves and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and Bernie, she's, uh, they introduced her in the game, but if you read the books, like the first book, they they talk about her. She's in those two, and you get her backstory. But yeah, but that's cool that they. I was wondering why they didn't have her in the first place. There's other characters I'm kind of upset that are in the game, and I'm wondering if as more DLC comes out, they'll bring them out. Um, yeah, and, and those are characters like um, uh, Kim from the uh, from the first game who died. Uh, uh, so, so Lieutenant Kim, um, who's the other? Oh, oh, uh, Kai, who died in the second one. Um, and then um, on the Locust side, they don't have uh, General Rom or Scourge. So I'm hoping, like I said, as the DLC packs come out more, that they'll have those characters in there. Because, like, that was the whole thing in Gears 2. You can have all the characters from Gears 1 and the characters from Gears 2. So, um, you know, everybody assumed from the characters in Gears 3 were all going to be this, you know, would have all the characters from the first two. Yeah. Um, let's see. I lost my tra- Oh, here we go. Uh, also, two new weapon skins. Uh called Team Plasma and Jungle uh, Camo. And then also new upgrades for the Horde mode, like uh, how you can upgrade your, like, um, the, uh, what's it called, the fence, the fencing, you know? So, like, you go from spikes to barbed wire to a laser grid, you know, or decoys where there's, like, a cardboard cutout of of a coal to, like, a a training dummy. (laughs) Um, or, or there's like, uh, what's the other thing in horde mode that you do? Um, oh, you get a turret and you can upgrade that. I think if you upgrade that enough times, you upgrade it to a, to a, um, a silverback or automatic turrets. That's cool. So they're going to have more upgrades for that. Um, and, uh, also new achievements up to 250 points. This is all going to be uh, available for 800 points for download. Or if you had already bought the season pass, it's automatic. As soon as it comes out, I'm pretty sure all you got. Uh, if it's the same as Mortal Kombat, 
All you do is pop the game in, you'll have an update, and it's there. That's cool. You know, I gotta say, um, this is this is one of the reasons uh, I actually got to give it to this game for coming out with all that for 800 points. Um, now, granted, that's 10 bucks, but still, the fact that you know some of these other games like Call of Duty and even um, uh, Halo, they come they charge 15 bucks for their map packs, and it only includes like three maps, nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why. That's why I've never bought any map packs. I think they're a waste of money. But this one seems like it's it's it adds a lot of new content. They could have easily charged like uh, you know, done the 800 points just for the maps, and then the characters another 400 points, and you know, uh, or whatever. You know, they could have yeah. milked it, but they didn't. So I I got to give it to them for that. All right. Uh, I of course the iPhone 4s was announced. Yep, got mine pre-ordered today. And I just want to give a quick breakdown of it. Um, I am not an iPhone fan, but I do appreciate some of the changes coming to it. That uh, The only negative thing I'll say is they're finally catching up to a lot of the things that uh, other phones have had for like two years. Um, all right, so the phone comes out August – or uh, dang, I keep saying August. October 14th, um, it looks pretty much exactly the same as the iPhone 4. But it now includes a chip, the same chip that's in the iPad 2, which is uh, said to be about twice as fast as the one in the iPad, I, I, iPhone 4. Uh, it boasts, boosts a better display, um, front and back glass cover. It will come in models of 16 gigs, 32 gigs, and 64 gigs. Uh, they're saying that the graphics are up to seven times better, but no one really knows what that means uh, in this case because they're, they're not sure... How the, they're just not sure what what they what they're judging the seven times better on, but either way it's better. Um, eight hour talk time while on three G, fourteen hour talk time while on two G, and six hours of three uh, G use, you know, browsing the web or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be included a uh, new feature called the iCloud, where you can store all your things um, to the cloud, basically. Um, and I'm not sure. There, there's no details about exactly what that's going to entail yet. Uh, this this phone is the first Apple phone to ever have the dual antennas, one for transmit and one for receive. And they it's programmed to be able to go back and forth on the fly. So basically what this means for the average person is it will result in higher quality calls and faster downloads. Even though that the, uh, it's not 4G, it should still feel faster and um, you know feel better in that way. Uh, it has an 8-megapixel camera, uh, and in, and you can take images up to 3264 by 2448, and a lot of other camera features that I'm not a camera person. They, they were just like technical features. Uh, and one of the biggest advancements is that it will be able to record uh, 1080p video. So that's something that the iPhone has lacked um, that a lot of people are looking forward to and um, one of the coolest things features that if it works right and everything points to the fact it will is the introduction of Siri and it's a um, iPhone 4S exclusive intelligent assistant you can ask it pretty much anything and it'll it'll talk back to you and do what you say in other words you could literally say how's the weather outside and it'll tell you you know oh it's sunny and 50 degrees um, and then you say, do I need an umbrella? And it'll be like, no, you don't need an umbrella because it's not raining. Uh, you can be like, oh, what time is it in uh, Japan? And it'll tell you what time it is in Japan um, and things like that. So uh, from, from what I've been reading, it works really well. There's, 
there's a um, a friend of mine who who's really into Android said there, there's an app on the Android that does the same thing, and he said that works really well. So if that works really well, then you know Apple's is going to work even better. That's one thing I got to give Apple; they're solid. Um, this will start out as a beta release, but all that means is that it's only in select languages, and there's more features to come. Uh, critics say that it's it's nice, but not worth an upgrade of the iPhone 4 and only worth an upgrade of the iPhone 3GS if you have a contract up. That's so, what I had. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So th- those of you already on the iPhone 4, um, it's not worth an upgrade. Uh, the iOS 5 that's coming out pretty soon will give you uh, all the features that I didn't mention that are coming with I- I- iOS 5 that will be on the uh, 4S. Um, and for you 3GS users, you know, like I said, if you're under contract, this is a great phone to upgrade to. If not, wait till you're under contract. Don't pay full price. It's like $600 for full price. I don't know who would do that, but there you go. Uh, I do. and uh, I won't mention no names. Yeah, I, I know a couple people, but... <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, and Patrick has the biggest news for himself. <laughs> for himself? <laughs> yep. Uh, went uh, on uh, Wednesday of this week, and... Uh, Got me a new tattoo. We'll put photos up later. But uh, Dom, with the Gears of War symbol in the back, um, I'll let you see the tattoo. I'll give the, all the details of it. Uh, yeah, you might want to. You might want to give a spoiler alert for the. Yeah, tattoo. no, no there, spoilers. Yeah, there's yeah, it, it, there's <laughs> something written with it that kind of gives something away about the game. So if you don't want a spoiler, then don't check it out the picture. If not, then just check it out. Um, I mean. I mean, also though, I mean, this is coming from someone who's never, or who's played only a little Gears of War one, hardly or no Gears of War two. Uh, it wasn't that big of a spoiler to me. I kind of knew it are it already before I seen the tattoo. So I mean, you know, if if, but yes, it is a spoiler. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this is my second, pretty much my second. I guess you could say second gaming tattoo because I have my first one was my Death Space. You're breaking up a little, but. Um... I said my second uh, tattoo that was like related to game gaming. So I had my Death Space marker tattoo. Uh, I mean, I also have a Spider Man, but that's just Spider Man related to gaming. But you know, yeah, yeah. And then my Joker, which is also related to gaming. But yeah. <laughs> my serious, I would say, gaming tattoos would be my Death Space marker, which I got earlier this year, and now this year's a war one. So uh, yeah, it's actually already on our Facebook. Yes, you uh, posted on I, our Facebook. So go check it out. Tell me what you think. Leave a comment. Send messages. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So last bit of news that I just found out released. Uh, if it wasn't today, it was definitely this week. Um, I want to talk about Witcher 2 Update 2.0 has launched. I talked about this a while back. I'm just going to give a, a, a quick, quick overview. I'm not going to get into the, any of the fixes or tweaks that they did. Um, if you're interested in those, go ahead and... Uh, head over to our uh, show notes and I'll have a link to them. But um the main main differences in the story itself is or the game itself is they added a new arena mode and this is separate from the storyline, separate from the game. And um it works similar to uh you just go in with your character and you fight other characters. Um other games have done it. It's very similar to other games. Um I'm not sure if it's from the front end or you actually go somewhere physically in game. But uh it had nothing to do with the storyline. Let's just put it that way. Um, this this update adds tutorials, and something that's much needed in that game is tutorials, along with, like I said, a, a huge list of stuff like that tweaks that um, 
make the game more playable. The fighting system, in my opinion, just uh, really had problems. Uh, the so you know if, if you if you're the one of those people like I am that picked up the game. Well, Frank picked up the game, but I played the game, and then. You didn't like the you, you didn't like it for one reason or another. Check out this list; they might have fixed what you what you didn't like. I know they fixed a lot of stuff I didn't like. And another thing they added is a new dark difficulty, which is for the hardcore only. And I'm thinking, man, I was on easy and still dying. I couldn't even imagine being like three difficulties up. It would be crazy. Hmm. So yeah, there's a huge list of changes. Check out our show notes for the link to all those changes. All right. That is it for news tonight. We have a very interesting versus this week, and I think we w- will all agree that uh, it- it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We have the Cape Crusader, Batman. I'm Batman. Versus, yeah, we've had him on our show before. Uh, versus, <laughs> versus Boba Fett from the Star Wars universe, and they are fighting, ironically enough, in a wrestling ring. Or wrestling arena, sorry. Um, yeah. So let's quickly go over their powers. We know Batman. He has. He has no powers. Well, neither does Boba Fett, though. No, yeah, uh, but I should, I should say their skills, abilities. Yeah, their abilities. He's a master martial artist. Um, he master has, of di- uh, disappearing ninjutsu. Ninjas, yeah, any, yeah, ninjutsu. There you go. He has his. Uh, as for his his stuff, he his is. <laughs> He has the ultimate weapon, his utility belt, which pretty yeah, much covers any enemy he's ever fought or he the, preparing to. He has batarangs, uh, smoke bombs, gas, gas bombs, things that yeah, can stun that. you, um, uh, grappling hooks, That's uh, nets. nets. Oh, nets, yeah. Um, he also has these things he puts on. They look like brass knuckles, but they have like electricity on them. Oh, and you know. And don't, don't forget, so, Pat, he also has the ability to, go, to make uh, pop-ups go pow, bang, and boom. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and also, you know, I mean, you, you just never doubt his skill. Um, he also has control of his, uh, which I'm pretty sure, I don't know if we're going to use this as a factor, but his, um, say, for example, his um, Batmobile. He can call upon it to come fly in and, and help him if he needs it. Do yeah, it. all his other random bat vehicles yeah the motorcycle the bat wing cycle yeah i think if we were if we weren't in an enclosed building that would play into uh well he's used it to break walls before too so yeah i know but uh okay boba fett on the other hand is (laughs) but wait real quick do we say uh do we say batman's uh grappling hook yeah he said it yeah he said it okay never, never mind uh uh boba fett on the other hand um skilled uh assassin assassin yeah yeah uh bounty hunter uh, he has his jetpack. He has his gun. Um, he has his mask, which basically allows him to b- breathe in anything. You know, so like Batman's gas gun wouldn't affect him. Basically, is what I was thinking. Uh, he he's pretty skilled in movement. I mean, he's not that skilled in movement, but uh, not, well, not, was, not not like Batman. But you know, yeah, he's not. He uh, he's not like I wouldn't say he's the greatest hand to hand combat. He's yeah. mostly because he. He does more stuff with, say, sniping and, like, flying and just shooting, um, you know, his gun. Um, I mean, he has uh, weapons. Like, he also has – same thing with Batman, where Batman has on his gloves, on his uh, on his forearm, has, those, uh, like, the blades that come off. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he also has something similar to that that he can uh, retract. And I, I also I didn't mention about Batman, so I'll say both of them also have basic body armor too. Um, you know, yeah. they're both, they're both they both have bulletproof chest, uh, vests, um, project, protecting of their head, uh, and they both have like pads on their legs and arms. Um, so yeah, I mean that's basically what we have versus uh, like I said, the, a wrestling arena, as we've talked about before. They start in the middle of the ring. They can go anywhere. They within, hear G. Huh. Yeah, they hear ding. They can go anywhere within the arena, but can't leave the arena. Um, so basically, uh, I mean, I don't know. When, when I first picked this one, it, it's like it's like one of those things because uh, it's two different worlds. You know, you have on one hand you have Batman who has a lot of projectiles, but in, even in his world, a lot of times his projectiles are more the blunt force. You know, not like like if he had someone with body armor, they just kind of bounce off. You know what I'm saying? Um, not necessarily. Not bounce. Like, not, not, what I'm saying is, like, if, if he hits a, it's not. Well, I don't know. He doesn't really have any blades that he throws. Um, yeah, well, the battering and like, like, and those are sharp. And then yeah, he also has the ones the, the the bat. He also has different kinds of batterings. He has ones that will stick and explode. Oh, he I has ones that that uh, that uh, glow in the dark. Yeah, they <laughs> no. no, they have heat, like where they can um, like set on fire when they connect to something. So you know a lot more about Batman than I do. So. Yeah. Um, and Boba Fett, he he has his gun, but at the same time, even even in his world, one shot from that gun basically just leaves a burn mark on your arm. You know what I'm saying? Well, like it's like it, a laser. So yeah. I mean, if it got Batman direct, it would it would do some oh, yeah. damage. Oh yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so I mean they they got similar weapons. I think uh Boba Fats are more direct in the fact that like I said with with um the laser gun and stuff like that and the flying, those are I think his main things. Um but I don't think he has hand to hand combat skills like Batman. No, no, no. Um, I mean, he and, might have some but not nearly as much as Batman. No. Um so are we going scenarios? Yeah, go ahead. Uh okay, so I see this fight starting off with Boba Fett taking to the air. Right off the bat. Yep. He's going to start shooting, and Batman's agility, he's going to dodge these, um, dodge the laser shots. I can see him dodging and chucking a um, batarang at him, uh, and either uh, and, and missing, but on the way back, hitting Boba Fett, which knocking him down. Uh, and I can see uh, Batman disarming, disarming him, and then it's going to go to hand-to-hand combat, which... <clears throat> Like I said, once again, I, I believe Batman's going to be way more skilled. And um, I know Boba Fett's probably going to use those, like I said, those blades on his arm. He'll retract them and start swinging with them. Um, so, it, you know, it's going to be a little hand-to-hand combat thing going on. And then once I think Boba Fett ain't going to see, he's going to see that, he, you know, he's not going to beat him at hand-to-hand, especially he's going to try to take to the air again. Um, I think that uh, he'll try to fly as high as he can to get away. And I can see Batman shooting his one of his grappling hooks and hooking it to him and tying it to, like, say, the ring post. <laughs> and, like, you know, and, like, he, I, I'll, I'll even say he'll shoot him right in the backpack, ripping it off and uh, making him drop to the ground where uh, he'll just finish him off. I, 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 either I, that, I, either that, or let me, let me, one more, one more, sorry. All right, go ahead. 
Either that or he's going to fly up high and look down to see Batman, and Batman's not going to be there because, you know, as you know, he's good at disappearing at thin air. And um, he's going to be up high by the rafters and not realize that Batman grappled hooked up, and he's going to be flying around looking up high trying to figure out where Batman is. <laughs> Bat- he's just going to jump off the grappling, off, off, you know, off the um, after the rafters, take grab him and uh, take him to the ground, and that'd be it. And deal. then, uh, just out of nowhere, you know, Batman will come out with a what is it, a steel chair, right to the head, <laughs> give him the finger, you know, stone cold stunner. It's done. Uh, Rob's uh, gonna throw him a couple of uh, Batman wisers. <laughs> yeah, not wiser. Uh, my my scenario, I'm gonna. I was actually going to agree with you 100%, but I, I thought of something. It's very similar to yours. Uh, I think, you know, like I said, they're going to start off, Boba Fett's going to get in the air, Batman's going to, you know, dodge the bullets, just like you said. And then, um, like you said, Boba Fett's going to realize he can't do hand-to-hand. So uh, here's – I got two scenarios here. Uh, the first one is simply that, uh, uh, you know, Boba Fett goes in the air, like you said, and then – Batman's going to shoot his grappling hook, and it's going to grapple onto his backpack. But instead of pulling it off, it's going to pull Batman up into the air. And then so, ba- so Bubba Fett's going to start kind of freaking out and, like, flying around the arena trying to get him off. But Batman's going to be hanging there. And all, all the time he's hanging there, he's reeling himself in, you know, w- with the gun. And then he's going to end up uh, – there's going to be, like, a, a fight w- where uh, th- Batman's attached to Boba Fett. And he's going to try to, like, knock him into the seats or whatever. Um but in the end, I, th- I think uh, uh, Batman's going to be able to get him down. And then, you know, the- then, like you said, it's going to kind of be over because he's no longer going to have use of his jetpack. The other scenario is, uh, like you said, I think it's going to be more like uh, sneaking. Uh, you know, at that point in the fight, Batman's going to disappear. When, when Boba Fett tries to go to the air again, he's going to disappear. And it's going to be like, oh, so Boba Fett's like, oh, if, if, I, if I disappear too, then maybe he'll have a hard time finding him. I can find him first. So I could see him all like, like in the rafters and stuff, just kind of like sneaking around. But, you know, knowing Batman, he has his he, – he can pull his heads-up display down and he has like night vision too. So he's like probably watching him, just waiting for him to make the wrong move. And then like you say, he can pounce on him. And then, uh, you know, as they're falling to the ground, Boba Fett's going to try to uh, start flying again. But I just don't think it's going to be too much, and it's just Batman's just going to kind of push him into the ground, and then yeah, that's basically it. You know, the one thing I was thinking could happen hmm. is uh, Boba Fett will just close his eyes, pull out his sawed-off shotgun, pull the trigger, game over. Boba Fett wins. <laughs> you say pull off his sawed-off shotgun? Yeah, he's just going to close <laughs> his eyes, pull out the sawed-off shotgun, pull the trigger, and he wins. Yeah. <laughs> that easy no but um what i what i think is uh i think with boba fett um yeah i see him as going to the air shooting his guns um it's gonna come to batman being uh you know maneuvering uh out of the way and whatnot and i kind of feel either batman can make use of his um his grappling hook his nets and his smoke bombs to both you know like get away and try to you know pull down Boba Fett to some extent. I could even see like Batman using his uh, Gatling, uh, uh, sorry, not his Gatling, his uh, grappling hook and mm-hmm. um, his bombs to kind of even mess up the the what is it the grappling what is it the what is it the you know like the walkways you know up top you know above the Raptors you know, Raptors yeah the Raptors and I could I could see him almost kind of even pulling those down or like messing with those to kind of, you know, mess with Boba Fett being in the air and, like, kind of pull him down. The only thing is, is I think it's going to come down, 
it's still going to be close because he only has so many limited chances where he's going to be able to do stuff like that. You know, he doesn't have like a hundred bombs in his like, you know, uh, belt, you know, so it's going to be a couple shots. And if he could get it in that point to pull down Boba Fett and both avoid getting shot, you know, um, then I think if he is able to pull him down, he's going to win. So, uh, just because it's going to, once it gets to hand to hand and all the little tricks he has, um, he'll be able to get Boba Fett. Um, but I think it's going to be a barely win because it, you know, he's only going to have a couple shots at really pulling down the rafters or, you know, getting a lucky bomb off uh, up there, yeah. um, where like really he misses a couple and then you know Boba Fett has the, the gain and could just keep shooting and at him for, you know, until he gets him. Yep, hmm. yep. All right, so let's go verdict, Frank. Uh, Batman. Uh, Pat. Batman. Yep, yep, Batman, unanimous win. I think what really, uh, I think in a different situation, uh, Boba Fett might have won. Um, for one, not being enclosed inside of a building would have helped. Um, and if I, I don't think so because if they're out in the open, that gives Batman more chances to hide and um, do more sneak attacks. But think about if they were somewhere like uh, um, uh, Namek, where it's just a wide open desert and. Nowhere for Batman to hide, nowhere for him oh, to grapple. You find a way. Well, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I mean, I think there, there is scenarios where Boba Fett could pull it off, but uh, in majority of the fights, no matter where they are or anything, I think it, it would be Batman. So, yes, Batman, unanimous winner. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, Frank, did you want to do a quick review of Madden or no? Um, On the spot. You know, we'll, we'll hold off for now. All right, we'll hold off another I'm podcast. I'm still in very much debate. No problem at all. No problem. All right, uh, I will need. I forgot to get something ready to read. I wanted to read the um, runner-up to our uh, contest we had. I'm trying to go ahead and pull that up real quick. All right, so the runner-up for our contest. I want to read his this week, and then I'll read the winner next week. Um, his name is Joe Morgan, and he came in second place. Uh, Patrick especially really liked his submission. Yeah, um, it was hard for me not to say that I didn't like this one. Yeah, it, it was really close. It was really close. I'm sorry, Joe, you didn't win. Maybe next time, but thank you for uh, submitting, and we really liked it. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. So his favorite – Okay, if you don't remember, if you're new, the contest was your best video game moment, favorite video game moment. It could be anything. Uh, Joe wrote, it might seem kind of cliche at the point in time – in the timeline of video games, but nothing has ever topped the Bioshock reveal. Uh, only once in my life have I ever experienced the intensity of emotion evoked from a video game like this experience. I was stomping around in my living room, screaming at my television in lament. I'm fairly certain I experienced the full range of loss, denial, acceptance, etc. So, there you have it. So, pick me to win the contest, would you kindly? Now, anybody who hasn't played Bioshock... Would not get that. Yeah, I was going to say, go this ahead and explain. This is why I really wanted this one to win, and it just came down to, it was very, I, I, I almost want to still get you a second place, place prize. And you know what? I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm announcing that right now. I'm going to get you a second place prize. I'll get in contact you, with you, and we'll work something out. Because I just love that fact that he said, let me win with you. Yeah, what uh, that go ahead. And Bioshock 1, you're being led around, and I'm going to go blank on his name now. I'm sorry. Uh, but like this guy, he's trying to help you get through Rapture the whole time. It turns out that he's using you, and everybody, it's like in, when you're playing the game, you don't notice it. 
but he constantly says, yeah, you know, to do to get further, you're going to need to go and get this part and fix this machine, would you kindly? And it's, he constantly says, would you kindly, would you kindly? And you don't think about it. You're like, okay, that's the way the guy talks. Would you kindly? He's polite, dude, you know. Then you find out the guy's a prick. He's using you the whole time. And you were, you were like, born in Rapture. And you're, um, you, you come to find out that you were programmed to every time you hear, if they said something like, all right, go, go make me a sandwich, would you kindly? You couldn't help it. You're going to go make the sandwich. Yeah. Now, you don't pick that up right away in the game because in the game you're just figuring, okay, well, I have to do this to keep going to open this door. Yeah. So you're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. But then when you figure it out, and then the, the, the scene is you're seeing there and you see something written, would you kindly, and you, you, you piece everything together. And then, like, it's like going through your head. You just keep hearing it. Uh, you hear the guy talking. Uh, go and do this. Would you kindly? 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 And like almost like in an insane kind of way, like and you put it together. Like holy shit! This whole time he really has been saying, <laughs> "Would you kindly?" I mean, I remember when I saw that scene. When, as soon as he said that, it popped in my head. When I saw that, he's like, "What the hell?" You're right. <laughs> he, this whole time he's been saying, "Would you kindly do this? Would you kindly do that?" But you yeah. didn't piece, you didn't piece it together. Yep. So. I'm officially saying it right here. You, we had the first place winner. You got second place. I'm gonna contact you, uh, uh, and uh, I'm gonna get you a second place prize. Uh, my Don't worry about it. The the guy who was saying it was uh, he went by Atlas or Frank Fontaine. That's the guy yeah. who was saying it okay. in the game. Atlas is the when he's a bad guy. Frank Fontaine is when he's helping you, and then you well, it's the same guy, but Frank Fontaine's the one helping you, and then. You end up finding out that at, he's real. His real name is Atlas. Thank yeah. you. Um, but yeah, Joe, thanks for your submission, and I, I guess you're getting a, a consolation prize here. So, uh, you know, and to everybody out there listening, this could be you next time, uh, either the winner or the runner-up. So we're gonna have another contest. I think um, I say November, uh, either November or December. I don't remember which one I said. But it'll be it'll be coming up in the next month or two, so uh, pay attention to that. It'll be very similar. You're gonna the structure will just be you go to the website or email us, uh, answer a question that we give you, and the one we pick wins. So uh, yeah, look for that soon. And that brings our podcast to an end for this week. I want to give shout outs to the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com and those guys over there. Go listen to their podcast; they're really great along with Troy at ExtraPlay.info. He has a really good website um, that's growing all the time, reviews, previews. He does a lot of video stuff. Um, go check out ExtraPlay.info. And as always, check out our webpage. You can find us at kvgtpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. And you can email us at kvgt04 at gmail.com. Dot com. And that's it for this week. So everyone have a great week. Um, This will be releasing on Sunday. So yeah, have a great week. And we'll see you guys next time.